Hello everyone and welcome back from the Kama Sutra to 2020 where we answer your questions your concerns even your worries around all things to do with sex and sexuality So as always we have with us Dr Anvita Madan Behel Anvita is a psychosexual therapist and she brings the clinical perspective to the advice that the Kama Sutra has to give Welcome Anvita Thank you, Seema, and welcome everyone to our blog this week. Anita, today I've decided to pick two questions to deal with. They're both on the same subject. They're both about porn sex, but interestingly, they come from very different people who are in very different situations, and hence they have a very different perspective. And I just thought it'd be interesting to juxtapose the two questions at the same place because it'll give everybody a chance to see how it resonates with them. So the first question is from a young man and it says my partner and I are in a long distance relationship for more than a year now the emotional connect is there everything is on point between us except the physical pleasure part as you know phone sex can become very boring after a while can you suggest a different way by which we can make love in a long distance relationship that's question number 1 Question number 2 comes from a young girl. She says, "I'm a 30 plus girl from a very conservative family. I was supposed to be married in April, but with the coronavirus, everything has been postponed and nobody has any idea when it will happen now. My fiance and I stay in different countries, so we can't even meet, and now he wants phone sex all the time. I'm still a virgin." and i am not getting any such desires and i don't even have the privacy at my home to do so and because of this we are getting into fights on silly stupid things please help me as i said two very different perspectives two very different situations but i think what really struck home with me was that you know all our lives you as a psychosexual therapist me talking about the kama sutra we've always focused on trying to explain to people how to open up the mind and the body in order to accept your own sexuality in order to accept your lover with an open heart suddenly we find that the situation has changed and now we have to start telling people that they have to open up their vocabulary because phone sex is all about what you say it's all about how you're talking to each other and that's another level of breaking inhibitions right because if we think about it especially in the south asian context you know in the indian context where you know when morally and legally and societally when sex is allowed um it's something that happens naturally it's something that people have to do as a duty but here there's a little bit of action because you have to verbalize and there is so much inhibitions like and we've spoken about this in previous videos we never even say the word vagina and penis you know and you know so we never even use that vocabulary in our households like we will say private parts this part how do you have phone sex by saying you're touching my private parts like So yeah it's breaking a whole level of inhibitions to engage with sex. So you know like like you just said in this case you know the this young girl um she was supposed to be married as you mentioned earlier she's she's still a virgin um as she says she's 30 plus she's from a conservative family and if she'd been married like she was supposed to be it would have been 
fine for her to feel this hesitant and kind of not wanting to do anything and it would have been good for her to be the shy bride who would have been slowly brought into this new life of hers now suddenly she has to go into it and the fact that she won't suddenly go into it is wrong for her like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store i know we've had some people commenting on how we speak from a very gendered perspectives at times with women but at the same time what i would want to say is that you know those are the expectations from women in south asia they need to be that shy bride who knows nothing about sex and then the man will come and show our love making happen and when not available she now suddenly has to be the person who's engaging in phone sex and verbalizing and i think it's really difficult for women to decide where they want to go with it like is it okay for her to suddenly now verbalize sexual words and sexual desires and fantasies is that is she going to be judged for that you know is she going to be judged as somebody who is like how do you know these words how do you you know how can you have all these desires so it's very confusing because is she going to be judged for it or is she going to be seen as a progressive woman who is in touch with her own sexuality um and that's a challenge so i can understand her hesitance around it because it's very challenging where this will go and also you know generally i mean with phone sex of course it can simply be audio but most of the time it's a video thing so she's already said she doesn't have the privacy at her place but even more importantly i know a lot of people at least for a long time are really shy about the whole thing they will not even have sex with the lights on and suddenly you're supposed to be doing this with a phone in your hand with the lights full blaring on you know it's just like suddenly you have to be visualizing yourself and your partner and showing off parts of your body which you would never have done it's just you know the more i think about it from the perspective of somebody who's having to start this against her natural desires it must be so difficult Yeah and you know like we spoke about on in the video with masturbation and the mirror uh, and we spoke about body image and self esteem and everything so it's it's just once again showing that this is not an e- as natural or easy process to do it you know that there will be inhibitions and i think you're spot on when we say that for me it's more about we have to engage with our own sexuality and our own sexual desires right because how are we ready do we have a fantasy have we masturbated ever before do we know what we need to touch or do do you as a person even know what parts of the body are you going to touch and they're going to arouse you like what are you going to tell to your partner on you know when you're having phone sex like what do you enjoy so till you haven't really explored your own body or your own desires or your own sexuality this is something really difficult that's point and I, yeah go yeah. ahead that's it and i'm saying funnily enough that this whole idea of touching yourself and exploring yourself and so on and understanding your own sexuality brings me back to the first question where the young man says that they've been doing it for a while and it's become boring because you know what even that actually it does get to a point because the challenges of holding a phone in one hand if you're doing it as a video chat 
and doing other things is just really really difficult i have a friend who um used to do this actually a while ago it's the she and the guy that she was seeing were both based in delhi this is pre corona time so the the challenges of not being able to meet were for different reasons and she said that they used to indulge in a lot of phone sex and it was great for the first few times and then it just got so boring and repetitive and it got to a point where she would actually just start sizing her cupboards because it got that boring yeah so so one of the things that i wanted to initially say is that i think what's really interesting about the two questions is that for me the way i see it is i see that one couple is in sync with their the ways they are engaging with each other in sex right so both of them are okay with phone sex they are it's a medium they have chosen to engage with themselves and that's fine with them whereas for the other couple the woman who's written in who's 30 years old i feel that they're not in sync with how they want to engage sexually because her partner is somebody who understands his desires he has desires he has the language he has the vocabulary he has um he wants to engage with phone sex whereas she is still figuring out where she is in the sexuality spectrum so for me it's about negotiating for the, the you know the other couple i think it is for them to negotiate what's the medium what's the middle ground that they will meet at that both needs are met for the first couple who are in sync and you know like the friend you're talking about for i think once again going back to your own sexual desires i think it's playing with fantasies it's thinking about fantasies it's playing with fantasies because this is the opportunity where the sky is the limit you don't you know you don't it actually doesn't need to happen it doesn't need to be practical it doesn't need to be plausible they are fantasies at the end of the day so it's really not about the act of phone sex but it's actually thinking about our own sexualities and thinking what fantasies arouse me what fantasies do i like what fantasies do i enjoy and then sharing it with your partner and you can you know really make it exciting by sharing with them what the fantasy is and in fact you can send a teaser throughout the day to make a build up right in some ways and there could be so much playfulness around it um so you know so i think that it can be very exciting you can make it very exciting because there could be so much playfulness it's it's bringing in the playfulness with sex uh, and okay. that i think that's a brilliant brilliant word to use the playfulness the joyousness so i think what i would like to say what the kama sutra has always said is that you make the whole experience joyous and playful and i think a lot of times people feel that if they're in a long distance relationship and they want to um go um into a a sexual long distance sexual relationship they have to go in hot and heavy and sort of you know this whole idea of sort of um, body parts being put on display and being touched and being talked about and so on sometimes it's quite nice to actually pull back you know when we say that uh, if you're sitting next to each other don't grab your partner just give the lightest touch take your fingertip or maybe just the nail of your finger and run it along the arm of your partner just that lightly because the lighter the touch or if you're going to kiss the person make it just the lightest peck on the lips and then draw back because that's what you know it's more arousing it's sort of it leaves you wanting more it's more tentative 
And maybe that's the way to go. So let's say for both of them, um, for the first one to make it more exciting and for the second one to maybe ease her into it, maybe that's the way to go. Like you just said, um, make it more playful. So like in the Kama Sutra, there was this whole idea of how each position was indicated by a piece of jewelry. Okay, so if you had a jingling girdle that you wore on your upper waist, it meant that the woman was going to be on top. And a lot of times what they would do is they would send these pieces of jewelry to each other as in the ancient times as a gift. So it was almost like, you know, you got the mind going. It was like to bring back the memory of what you did the last time and maybe what you do the next time. So there was this hugely erotic idea but flirting with it ever so gently, ever so playfully. And maybe that's the way to go. So like you were saying, send messages throughout the day, but maybe send more delicate, slightly less hot and heavy messages to each other, maybe suggesting something like that. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Yeah, so I actually love this idea of symbolism, you know, because I get really worried whenever people talk about, like you were talking about video sex and phone sex, like I get really worried. Um, and especially when I work with young people and I just feel like sexting, sexual images on the phone, sexual videos on the phone, I just feel... I worry about them. I feel like they're on the internet, they are present, there's no way of, you know, preventing it and everything. And I know many people do it and obviously I hope they really trust their partners with that material and they send it from that perspective. But I am always left worried about these things and that's me personally because I know people engage, but I am left worried about them. So I really tell people, be 150% sure when you do this and feel 150% comfortable doing it because if there are any consequences, you will have to face them. So, you know, if you are going to engage with it, then be ready that there could be consequences and you will have to deal with those consequences. And if you're not happy to deal with those consequences, then please do not, you know, engage in sexual material, sending it over the phone and messages because it obviously has the potential of being problematic. So I actually love this idea of symbolism because you can still send a similar message without actually sending images. Like there could be, you could have had a conversation about a fantasy, about a desire, you know, say you would have a fantasy about having sex in the plane and you send an image of a plane. Now that for me is still very exciting without really, you know, Probably more exciting yeah. because it leaves more for you to think about. Because actually, like you said earlier, you know that you know the, the physical body can only do so much. There, there is only so much you can do with your body. But with the head, with your fantasy, the sky's the limit. You can do anything. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and so you can have fantasies, you can send messages, you can send teasers, you can be playful and all of that. And I also think that's something comfortable when somebody is introducing themselves, like are getting introduced to their own sexuality. It's a new phase of life they are starting. So these gentler touches or these gentle things feel more welcoming to them but you know and similarly like we always say that 
young people or women or men who've not engaged in pornography ever watching porn actually can be traumatic for people because it's so in your face you know so i think like these gentler ways of introducing it even for this young girl could be so enjoyable because one of the things we need to make sure for her is that she shouldn't feel traumatized by sex each time you know in the future it should be something that she remembers and she thinks oh that was really pleasurable i got excited by that that was fun it shouldn't be something that she should remember it as it was uncomfortable i hated it it made me feel awful i felt something that i didn't want to feel like she shouldn't feel like that so i really think that you know these she needs to only engage in this if she wants to do it because ultimately if she is not in sync if she does it under coercion or she says oh i want to do it for my partner you know he's asking for it it will impact your relationship so only do it when you're ready to do it and you want to do it but like you said the sad thing is that um you know we can say to her that don't do it if you don't want to but then it's getting him all riled up and the repercussions are not very nice from what she says and they're getting into fights over these sort of things so it's always difficult to get both sides to understand something isn't it it's just like we can say to her okay you know take charge of this if you don't like it if this makes you feel resentful it'll impact your sexual uh, desires for the rest of your life but difficult to explain to the partner so i think um, from a personal point of view if i was going to start with one piece of advice uh for both of them actually uh for the first uh question which comes from somebody who has been used to doing it but now it's become a little bit more boring for the second person who is not at all used to doing it and is scary um what anmita says is that videos are extremely awkward and difficult to use and not very safe in the long run as far as i'm concerned adding to that it's also really really more challenging to have phone sex on a video call because you're also having to manage the phone in one hand the bright lights and all the rest of it so i think the first thing i'd like you to do is turn on to an audio call instead and that will give you the chance to visualize things a little bit better it'll take away the challenge of holding the phone so it'll be one less thing to worry about and i think it might help to open up your inhibitions a little bit what do you say anita yeah i i definitely think engaging with the fantasy and you know your imagination and i have said this many times on our blog that sexual desire and arousal is about the mind body and the feelings and things and it you know you can't limit yourself so the more you fantasize the more all three parts are engaging with it because your thoughts are engaging with it your feelings are engaging with it and your body is engaging with it and once again both people can be involved because each person might fantasize it differently right but you're talking about it so both people can be engaged so i think that is definitely important um and i yeah so i think that's the main thing is that for me is to express fantasies and for both of people to engage with them and the other thing is of course that it means that you need less privacy for that it's it's slightly easier to find a space to have a phone conversation rather than um having a video conversation where everything else is being done at the same time 
Yeah, uh, yeah, of course it is, and it can be like people don't need to know what the other person's saying. You don't need, you know, um, have everything under lock and key. But I, I think what I just wanted to go back to your point earlier that you were making about, um, you know, how do you negotiate between a couple because one person is saying something and the other person is saying something, you know, is at a different place. Um, I think those are the beautiful moments in a new relationship that you can really work on because if they're able to communicate today and she can tell him how uncomfortable she feels with this or what her inhibitions or problems are and he can listen to her and actually help her through them or relieve some of her anxiety around it or relieve some of the things suddenly we have two people coming closer you know we have more respect we have more communication we have more trust we have more love you know and all these things will build on the love and then the chemistry of the desire will come naturally with it so i actually think this negotiation is really important because this is the building block and then it will make the sexual relationship that much more comfortable because she will suddenly like feel comfort in him she would trust him more she would feel like he understood what she was going through and similarly for her like he can express his desire and she can understand him better so i actually think it will it will you know build build the warmth and the love which will make sex even better like this sochcast Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So I think over here, what we'd like to say is that it's not always easy because one person really wants it. Obviously, their hormones are raging. The other person doesn't want it. They're feeling more resentful, and so on. And it's a great time to communicate with each other, but. communicate not from a point of saying oh my god i'm feeling really upset i you know this is not okay for me actually communicate from a point of understanding so saying okay look i know you want this i know that eventually i will feel that attracted to you and i will want it too so right now i can't just do this help me to understand how i can get to this point help me with that vocabulary and i think that is what anvita is saying that the the communication is really really important it's what will make your um your ongoing relationship stronger but you have to understand that communication is about understanding both sides of the conversation not just yours so i might be feeling terribly resentful and angry and upset and panic stricken about something but i have to also understand how you're feeling and then find a meeting point Yeah so one of the ideas Seema remember we had discussed is that it could also mean that she is able to listen or be part of her partner's fantasy and he masturbates on the other end but she doesn't you know because she's not ready so it's about meeting that also that i will be the recipient of your fantasy but maybe i don't have a fantasy to give back maybe my fantasies will come after listening to your fantasies that i will start having fantasies so it is about giving each other space to grow into a sexual relationship as well right because she's not ready for a sexual relationship you are so can you give her some space to grow in and can she receive the sexual relationship that was another thing we had said 
And again, going back to both the first question about how it's become boring and the second one about not having found the desires. Another thing that we had discussed earlier was how your sexuality is your own. So you have to own it, which means that you have to figure out for yourself where what part of your body feels excited by touch what, what part of your body feels excited by sight and so on so um you know we've always said like the kamsutra says that every single day your erogenous zones move with the shifting of the moon which means that every day a different part of your body might be feeling more excited or if not every day maybe every month um your erogenous zone sort of becomes more powerful in one part of your body explore your own body touch yourself figure out what it is that is making you excited in yourself and then add that to the fantasy that you're sharing over the phone even if it's just in your own mind yeah and it's actually i'm thinking what a great way of teaching each other what excites you you know we sometimes when it's we're in person with each other we are unable to co- communicate it just happens it's done there's never really mention saying so if the other person is cued off if the other person is not cued on they completely miss where you got excited and where you hated it right but here we are while we are verbalizing it you're actually helping the other person learn what excites you and you're you know learning from the other person what excites them so i think it's a great teaching moment for finally when you do meet in person and added to that is i was thinking you know what you just said about the moons and what it is once you start learning patterns about each other that's your symbolism right there so if it's a full moon and you know there's full moon and your one part of your body is connected send that as a symbolism and suddenly there's a teaser right there and there's a tease right there so yeah absolutely so they say that on the full moon all of your sexuality is concentrated in your head and typically what they would have said in the kamsutra is that this is the day that you actually stimulate the hair you massage the head and so on but i would imagine that if you're doing this over the phone you're fantasizing then you actually discuss maybe how you start the kissing from the head and go down body and so on so it's there is a gentler way of approaching phone sex or approaching this vocabulary i don't think that panting going hot and heavy wanting to see various parts of the body which you yourself are not used to seeing and maybe don't even find terribly attractive in your own self um you definitely don't want to be out there displaying it to your partner or displaying it under a bright light yeah and as you said earlier of course it's going to get boring if that's all that you want to do show the same things again and again of course it's going to get boring so where's the playfulness where is the emotion where are the feelings um and that's what we always find problematic right many times with the physicality of sex right like it becomes all about the body but it's about engaging the feelings and the thoughts and the fantasies um so right there is the answer in some way So I guess at the end of this conversation what we would like you to take away from this is that uh phone sex if you're going to indulge in it make it for most of the time an audio call rather than a video call um both for sake of cyber safety as well as for your arousal because there are less challenges involved with 
holding the phone in one hand and it's generally more rousing because you give your fantasies and your brain more time to think about it the second thing is use playfulness use messages use little analogies and ideas you know again in ancient times there was this whole idea of sending pan to each other different types of pan with different fillings indicated a different mood or a different thing that you wanted to do so did you know for instance that if you put cinnamon into your pan it was an uh, a message for all your dinner guests to leave so that you could be with your beloved Not really that's yeah so, yeah but you know like figure out symbolism between you so if you send some roses to your partner what would that mean so it suddenly gets them excited absolutely send send a photo of it you know um this whole idea that kamdev another uh, word for kamdev the god of love and desire is memory your memory can arouse you far more your memory of something anything so if you've had a really fabulous moment send a photo of that object rather than of your body because it will bring back the memory and it will bring it back in a better way so that's the second thing try messaging try to go lighter as opposed to heavier and finally use words to negotiate and communicate and when you're communicating try and make sure that the communication comes from both sides um accept that th- there are feelings on both sides and they're both equally valid so not just the panic that you're feeling but also the arousal that your partner might be feeling or whichever way it works for you so negotiate that with an understanding on both perspectives have i covered everything anvita yeah and i think finally what we said is that this will work that when you connect more and more with your own sexuality and your own sexual pleasures because i think it's centered more with you um and so connect more and more understand yourself more and more and i think it will make it more pleasurable so i hope that this has answered the questions for both the young people who wrote to us as well as a lot of other people who are out there trying phone sex these days because of well the situation the way that it is and we really hope that it leads to a great deal more excitement and arousal and makes you happy yeah and i think everybody is trying very hard to get you know the distance and relationships so it is very challenging and we totally understand that it's very challenging so if there are other challenges that you've been facing because of the pandemic or because of covid please do send in the questions and we will try and answer them as soon as possible absolutely as always please do like comment and subscribe uh, send your questions in at info.seema.anand@gmail.com that's it and if you want to get in touch with anvita directly about a clinical question that you might have please contact her on anvitamadanbehel.com we'll see you next week we'll see you next week